Noises, episode 148 of Congratulations Podcast. Uh, I was just drinking water. How come every politician is so scared to drink water? Why are they so... You saw Trump do it. You saw that guy Rubio do it. You saw that other guy do it now with the with the big-ass neoprene bottle or whatever the fuck they're called. Politicians need to learn how to fucking drink a bottle of water. You know? They're just so fucking big or clunky or like Trump holding it with the two bitch-ass small hands. just And then Rubio. Just go get it, dude. Why has it got to be a whole weird-ass thing? Just go get the fucking bottle like a man don't be bitch about it and that's it um so all right look dude i got a lot of mucus going on today i'm sorry it's fine look at the way trump drink drink the fucking bottle of water michael grove michael gove michael gove drank it like that it's just using two hands is bitch if you're drinking a bottle of water drink a use one hand if you're using two hands, you're a baby, and not the good kind. Uh, yeah, or you're, you know what you are? You're like a fucking possum. Uh, all right. Trump's a possum. So uh, we got um, uh, dates coming up. November 29th, I'm going to be in El Paso, Texas. Uh, November 30th, I'm going to be in Houston, Texas. Peoria, Illinois, December 29th. These are the last days of... Uh, the Follow the Leader Tour, December 30th, Chicago, Illinois, uh, and December 31st, New Year's Eve, Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, a lot of those are sold out, so go get your tickets. I'm going to be in Aurelia, Ontario, two shows there uh, in January 17th and 18th, and then Las Vegas in April 18th. I got uh, these, these uh, those are the, la- the last Follow the Leader Tours. I don't think that even the April one... In Las Vegas is going to be a follow the leader tour. I got to start writing new shit because I just shot my special. Anyway, go get tickets at crystalia.com. Go get tickets at crystalia.com. Crystalia.com, always available all the time. Uh, so, yeah, I was in Florida. Man, I love Florida. I love how it, I love how it rips. Dude, I played Tampa two nights, three shows. We did one on Wednesday. Oh, and then hell nah, we did two on Thursday. Then we went to Melbourne. Uh, on Friday, Melbourne, Florida. By the way, there's a Beverly Hills, Florida, a Melbourne, Florida, and a Hollywood, Florida. Hey, Florida, get your own identity. You know? That's so crazy that there's so many fucking already places in Florida. Already places. Have you been to Israel, Florida? Have you been to fucking Antarctica, Florida? Mm. So, no, so uh, I was in Florida. I did three shows in Dayton, one show in Melbourne, and one show, one big one in Fort Lauderdale, or as, as we like to call it, Fort Lauderdale, who we likes to party. Um, just to be really white about it, Fort Lauderdale, we <laughs> we likes to party. Uh, yeah, so we were in Fort Lauderdale. We had a big one. It was almost like 5,000 people. That was awesome. Um, anyway, dude, whatever. They kept opening up sections for your boy. It was like a 3,000-seater, and then we were like, hey, open up the back sections, open up more. And then we were like, hey, open up the back sections, and we open up more. Because backs. And also, I'm going to double it. I'm going to keep doubling it until they kill me. Um, and that's a Tupac quote. Uh, so we were in Florida. <clears throat> Zach Doncovio was with us, tour manager extraordinaire. <laughs>, laughs like that. Always late to everything. Only tour manager, always late to everything. 
He says, oh, don't worry. I won't be late this time. I know you talked about me on your podcast. <laughs> I'll be there 15 minutes early every time. Legitimately, the first fucking thing he was late at. And then also late at all of the other things. But late at the first thing. Late to my house to leave for the airport. Oh, I didn't know there was going to be traffic. <laughs> but I think it was Mike. I think it was Mike's fault, my opener's fault. Because he fucking, Michael do this thing where he like sets up, sets the alarm at like, if we have to leave at 720, he'll set his alarm at, at, at 715. And he'll be like, I already packed. I'm all good. This is all I have to do is roll out of bed. Whatever, dude. And then he's like, I didn't know, I didn't take into account there's going to be traffic. Of course you got to take into account there's going to be traffic. Remember high school though, they would be like, at least in my high school, they'd be like, well, if you're late, we got to get you ready for real life. So you leave earlier, you account for traffic. And if you're late for high school, then these jobs, they're just going to fire you. Dude, you don't get fired if you're fucking late. You know? Everyone's like, oh, yeah, the traffic was crazy. All right, it's all good. No big deal. Being late is fucking shitty, though, dude. It really is shitty. You're saying fuck you to everybody else's time. But, alas, we're all late every now and then. But I was in... This video is the one of the... It may be of the year, okay? This Papa John's interview... World on W WDRB News. Uh, Timothy Burke on Twitter uh, tweeted a, bu- uh, a clip of a bunch of these things. This guy Papa John's got. He was on a call, an in, in inter- internal call that I guess leaked, and he said the N word a bunch of times, which is so weird. My whole thing is even now in 2019, even if you are racist, it's so weird to not know not to do those things. Even if you are racist. It's so weird to know, like blackface, uh, Halloween, to just be like, yeah, I know I'm going to get in trouble, but fuck it. Or to say the N-word at a meeting, knowing it's bad. This guy's in his 50s, maybe even 60, knows it's bad. And to still be like, yeah, but I'm still racist, got to say the N-word. Got to just leak it out somehow in this in this meeting. I haven't said it yet today. I haven't heard the phone call. But that it's just incredible. Is it out there? I wonder if you can find it. I doubt it's out there. Well, maybe it's somewhere in the dark web. But anyway, he got fired, or you know, he stepped down, or whatever the hell happened from Papa John's. And now there's a new guy running Papa John's Pizza, obviously, and this guy who. Used to run the the creator, the owner of Papa John's, whatever CEO of Papa John's. What's his name? Uh, I don't know what his name is. But anyway, the founder of John Shatner, Schnatter, John Schnatter, used the N word on a conference call in May. God, he looks like a guy that would use the N word too, you know. So anyway, this is a, a a clip, a bunch of clips from the interview now that came out today, WDRB, WDRB News, WDRB News about they, they had a sit down. And by the way, the guy who is interviewing is black, which is like so interesting because he's got this, he was disgraced. He said the N word. Anyway, here we go. This is some of the stuff he said. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. First of all, gonna die. <laughs> okay. First of all gonna die that means dude that means he's had a whole pizza for a lunch or dinner one of the days out of the 30 days in the month and then also 10 more of those days 
he ate a whole pizza for th- another meal. Uh, a fat fuck. Made of dough. Just so much fucking... How's this guy not 900 pounds? Look, Listen to this. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Livy currently and Mark Shapiro should be in jail. Okay. Who's that? That's the new guy? Mark Shapiro should be in jail. Who's Mark Shapiro? we got to look that up. As you look that up, I'm going to keep going. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. So Living many. currently in Mark Shapiro should be in jail. He has no pizza experience. He's never been in the pizza category. Okay. So has no pizza experience. I guess he has no experience m- making pizza, I guess. Uh, okay, fine. Never been in the pizza category, dude. You can tell he doesn't give interviews a lot, you know? Never been in the pizza category. Uh, yeah, I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. It's like the fucking what supersize me documentary. Board members uh, Olivia Kirtley and Mark Shapiro. Okay, so Papa John's new leaders, including Steve Ritchie, who replaced him as CEO, and the board members Olivia and Mark Shapiro, they should be in jail, dude. Oh, because they stole the company away and now they've destroyed the company? Ah, oh, man. Imagine going to jail at all, in any case, any way, shape, or form, over pizza. What are you in here for? Oh, I killed a few guys. What are you in here for? Ah, I fucked a few kids. What are you in here for? Pizza. Eating 40 pizzas in 30 days. That's what I'm in here for. Why does he sound like he fucking should be in a... In a um, with the lights out in a, just the silhouette talking in front of a like a curtain in a in a holiday inn like a i've had over 40 pizza. he sounds like an informant that's trying to trying to remain anonymous but he's had, he's not i've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days living currently in mark shapiro should be in jail he has no pizza experience he's never been in the pizza category i would just say stay tuned the day of reckoning will come. So drunk. The record will be straight. Why not set the record straight? Dude, the day of reckoning for what, dude? You said the N-word and you can't say the N-word at a business meeting. If you're that racist, just go home and let it out fucking to nobody at night. Just get home and just be like, Edward, 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 Edward. Okay. You know, he's just sitting there eating 40 pizzas in 30 a day. He's just like, fucking, fucking, Mark, fuck Mark Shapiro. Just eating four, that's why he sounds like that, because he had 40 pizzas in 30 days, dude. Stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. Reckoning, so drunk. The record will be straight. Why not set the record straight down? I mean, what is it about the record that's not straight? <laughs> Stay tuned. What does he have up his fucking Papa John sleeve? What does this guy, what does this guy know that we don't know? You know? (laughs) Stay tuned. Next month, I ate 50 pizzas. That's what it is. That's the day of reckoning. I'm going to eat so many pizzas that you're not even going to understand how many pizzas I ate. 
<laughs> How about the fact too? This is the best part that Papa jo- he in the last third, why is he still the wearing days, the fucking outfit? And Mark Shapiro should be in jail. He has no pizza experience. Is that a Papa John? He's still wearing a shirt that looks like a Papa John shirt. Guy, wear blue. Hey, guy, wear gray. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Dude. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Gonna die. Yeah. Dude, there was one that was really funny here. Over 40 pizzas. This, this, this made me I've laugh. Over 40 pizzas this is by Timothy life. Burke, same guy he put it. This made me last hour. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. I've had over 40 <laughs> Dude, who's had over 40 pizzas, period? Dude, I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 17 years. Not, even that. Even that. If you've had over 40 pizzas in 10 years, you're a fat pig. If you've had over 40 pizzas in the last 10 years, if you've had over 40 pizzas in the last 10 years, you're a pig. It's like the fucking, the guys on the QVC. We have got 40 pizzas and we don't have them in the last 10 years. We don't have the last 40 pizzas. In the last five years. We don't have... Can we go lower? We don't have the last 40 pizzas in the last three and a half years. We don't have... Can we go lower? Let me check. Hold on. Let me check and make sure we can go lower. We don't have 40 pizzas in the last one year. We, we We don't have 40 pizzas in the last year. We eat, we eat 40 pizzas. We don't eat 40 pizzas in the last six months. Can you believe that? We don't eat, we don't eat 40 pizzas in the last six months. We don't eat 40 pizzas in the last four months. We don't need over 40 pizzas in the last two months. For a limited time only, right now, for a limited time only, now. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. For a limited time only, 40 pizzas, over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Call now. We've got, look at these beautiful pizzas. We've got pepperoni. We've got cheese. We've got pepperoni. We've got sausage. We've got meat lovers. We put them all together, put meat lovers. We have got veggie pizzas. 
You can have onions on them. You can have onions on them. We have margarita pizzas. We have barbecue chicken pizza. For some reason, we have Hawaiian pizzas, even though pineapple doesn't belong on pizza, and everybody knows that. We have four pizzas in third days. Also, who's counting, dude? Imagine eating and imagine getting to your seventh pizza and being like seven, dude. My favorite thread though under this was because the guy looks really shiny and he, and somebody write, writes why is he so wet and then somebody under it under it writes he's had forty pizzas in the last thirty days. <laughs> that make you wet? I'm gonna heart that. Hearted it. Then somebody wrote, there are two kinds of people. One, in the pizza category. Two, criminals. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. That sh- that's a meme for the ages, bro. Somebody wrote, it, it made it. What if I, ESPN 40 for 30, Big Papa. ESPN Films 40 for 30. That's funny. Oh, fuck this guy. I love out-of-touch people. It's so funny. Why does he sound like that? Why does he sound like that? Oh, man, I wish there was audio of him saying the N-word. That would be so funny and bad and weird. That's from a guy who eats 40 pizzas, though, bro. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, fuck, that makes me laugh. So I was in Florida. I ate, I actually ate a, a pizza in Florida. I ate one pizza in the last 30 days. I ate one pizza. I felt like trash. I, I actually ate fucking one pizza one night, a big one, and then the next night there was nothing to eat in Melbourne, and we ordered fucking Papa John's, dude. I just remembered this. We ordered Papa John's. We got fucking two pizzas. And I ate my fucking cheese pizza. And then um, and then Mike and Zach got a wine pizza. And I'd never eat. Oh, I didn't get a cheese pizza. I got veggie pizza because I'm trying to be healthy. It's hilarious. And uh, they got Hawaiian pizza. And that's gross, dude. I, 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 pineapple is fucking amazing, huh? Pineapple is so good, you know? It really is just an, a, a flavor explosion in your fucking mouth. If you don't like pineapple, I get it. But if you like pineapple, I super get it. You understand what I'm saying? Put it this way. If there was ever going to be a fruit in spiked armor, it would be pineapple. Because that's the one that tastes jamming. You understand? That's the one that tastes like 40 pizzas in 30 days. That's the fruit. That's the banging hot new hotness fruit, dude. If any fruit was going to be covered in spiked armor, it would be a fruit that tastes like that. If it was an apple, you'd be like, it's not worth it, dude. Apples are great, but they're as good as their skin. You understand? Pineapple... I used to have this joke where I was like, hey, Pineapple, why are you fucking in spiked armor? What's in there? $40? Stupid joke. Funny enough. Uh, But what's in there? 40 grand? I don't remember what the fucking thing was. It was stupid. But why is it so spiky, you know? 
Like, what was the deal? This whole evolution of pineapple is crazy, man. You know what should be in a fucking armor is uh, fucking peak pizza. That's so good. Pizza's so good, and I can't stand how hookers keep talking about it on Instagram. But it is, dude. Pizza's so banging. Every time you take a bite of pizza, it's like this. Forty pizzas on forty days. <laughs> um, all right, dude. Here we go. Um, yeah. So that's what's up, man. How many times do I say that's what's up in this podcast? I could, it, that you say that I say that's what's up when I don't really know what's going on. Um. <clears throat> I was in Florida, and when I was in Florida, I was in Tampa, and uh, Batista, my buddy Dave Batista, wrestling and acting and action movie action movie star extraordinaire, uh, was uh, invited me. Well, first of all, he came to the show, which was awesome. He came to the show, and uh, it was funny too because he was like, "We're in third row, man." I, I uh, beforehand, he was like, "You'll be able to see us out there," and I was like, "Ah, oh, you know." It's a good thing that the, um, the lights kind of blind you. You can't see anybody, so don't worry about that. And then when I got on stage, it was the only theater that I could see, like, the first four rows ever. And I, I just – I'm doing stand-up, and Dave Batista just stand, staring right at me. So weird, you know, in Tampa, Florida. And uh, so uh, – but it was great to have him out there. He was laughing with his friends. And uh, and then the next day, he invited me to go to his gym, which is like a gym he owned. It's like his office and gym that he built. Uh, he bought the property and then built it. And uh, it's so awesome, dude. He's got like boxing, uh, 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 punching. he has punching bags, he has mixed martial arts mat, and my opener went to go step on it with his shoes, dude. I must put him in a fucking Osotogari right there, dude. Because you know, I must put him in a fucking Kimura, dude. I must put him in a fucking rear naked choke right there because he put, almost put his fucking shoes on Dave Batista's martial arts mat. Uh, anyway, was over there training at his gym. It's really cool that he has that gym, dude. I want to have that. Uh, I want to have a gym. So that's my goal now is... Uh, Having a, a a gym, but like an actual full gym, not like a makeshift gym or like a half gym. The guy has everything. He's got, I mean, he has dead. He has the fucking uh, squat rack. You got shit all to do the deadlift. You got the deadlift plates. I mean, he's got all of this shit. He's got the chains that, for some reason, people work out with. They have chains, you know, like a Hercules. That's a weird one to just have the chains. When we're guys are like, I work out so hard that I got to have chains around my neck, you know? I get the chains weigh something, but it's like, just use an extra plate, you know? How strong you got to be that also you got to have chains on you. Um, The Rock does it, so it's got to be good. But it was cool that he invited me and, and Mike, my opener, over to, to work out. He's got his own, like, like, uh, art around and his his weights have his silhouette on with a fucking sword because of course it does you know and he's got it all hooked up dude the system blaring my buddy put his man mike put his fucking 
iPhone on, and it's like would put you like put on some music, and he put on some music. It was like fucking two good songs before Hosier started Hoosier started playing or whatever. It's like, dude, we're working out. I'm not trying to fall in love. Anyway, and then Dave, but this is how nice Dave Batista is. He was like, he was like, uh, hey man, I ordered you a Pokeball after you're done working out. I'm like, okay. all right, this guy's the nicest. Nice as fuck, dude. He wrote me a nice message after my show. And I'm, I'm, I aspire to be as friendly and nice as he. Because he... Uh, like, have you seen these videos? Like, Keanu Reeves. Did you see the one of Keanu Reeves got... Um, with the On the bus? Uh, where where the flight was, was... When was that? The flight was, like, delayed. It was this year, right? And, and let me just pull this up. Keanu Reeves uh, airport, airport van. Here we go. Keanu Reeves and co-passengers road trip back to L.A. Oh, because he was in Barstow and they couldn't fly back or something? But, oh, Bakersfield, yeah. So I got on a plane with Keanu Reeves. He was very pleasant, took photos, talked about latest project with two very enthusiastic. Our plane with Keanu was diverted to Bakersfield. Hold on, an announcement. Keanu is cool so far. They just announced maybe talking, maybe taking the bus. The airport here in Bakerfield was closed. There were no employees, but they did open a blimpy for a Keanu got up. Also, airline employees are en route to airport. Keanu has a question. Anyway, they got him a bus. So they took a bus. He might be riding a bus with counter. He chose to stay and wait. Hang in Bakersfield or get on a bus with Keanu. He's got the speed thing. Okay, so Keanu gets on the bus. California and the 52nd most populous city in the nation. Now this guy, this is... Two-hour drive back to L.A. and Keanu's just sitting there. And people are just filming him. In the bus, like, could be so awkward. And this guy, Keanu, is just loving. Look, Keanu Reeves walking into Carl's Jr. And he just, like. Can you, uh, can you put it? There you go. There were, then there were only five. Goodbyes are always sad, but Keanu's kept it together. Finally arrived, man. I, I, I just Keanu Reeves' attitude is so good, dude. I mean, it's just I I, I want to be that positive, and I just I think that all the t- I think that all the time, and then something happens, and it's all out the window. 
Dude, I want to be positive. I told you about the story in the podcast when I went to the John Wick 2 premiere. And I was like sitting there and I fucking got to see Keanu Reeves finally. I've been a big Keanu Reeves fan for a long time. And everyone is loving Keanu Reeves now. And I'm like the guy, the annoying guy in high school that's like, yeah, but I knew the band before they started. Dude, I was, I've been through it with Keanu. I loved Keanu ever since Bill and Ted as a kid. I loved Keanu. Never did I dip. Always people were like, oh, he's not a good actor. Bro, fuck y'all. Okay. And I don't even say y'all. He is a good actor, and he's also the last movie star, straight up. But, but, uh, so I was at the John Wick 2 premiere, and then I think I told you this story, but I was so excited to see Kennedy was going to get up and talk in front of everybody. So he does, and he's like, Thank you very much. And as he's leaving, somebody behind me goes, Hey, Keanu, and does a fucking line from uh, Point Break. And I'm like, this motherfucker's going to make this moment about him. I'm so pissed off at this guy making this moment about Keanu Reeves, making this moment about him when it should be about Keanu Reeves and everyone gets to share this experience. But this guy's calling out heckling Keanu Reeves. This motherfucker, I'm turning around. I'm so angry. And then I look back at Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is smiling and did the other line from the movie. And I was like, oh, that's the difference between a nice guy and me, the asshole. Keanu Reeves taught me about life, and he doesn't even know it, dude. The the positivity that this guy has. Just so grateful, and I want to be like that. Every day I think I want to be like that. And then every day, something happens. And we get back to, well, go fuck yourself. At least I have that, though. I mean, I'm not even 40. I'm the youngest guy you ever fucking met. But at least I still, I have some life experience. At least, at least I still am hanging on to that. I want to be positive. It all starts with there. I'm at the bottom step. I'm at the bottom rung of it. You know what I'm talking about? I'm at the bottom rung of it. And at least I'm at the bottom rung of it. At least I'm not underground. You know, because some guys are like, nah, fuck being positive. The world's negative. I'm a negative guy. Fuck it. You can't beat him. Join him. I'm a troll. Right? No, I won't be that. I won't be that. I want to be positive. But as soon as I step out to a fucking thing, and then somebody's like, hey, bro. Nah, that's it, dude. You want to talk? I'm not Keanu anymore. I'm Keanu in my head. As soon as you want to talk, that's it, dude. Back to Crystalia. Don't fuck this up for me, dude. I'm trying to live that Keanu lifestyle. I'm trying to live that Keanu lifestyle, and you're trying to fuck it up for me? By talking, you know what I mean? By saying, hey, what are you from? Hey, dude, loved you in Workaholics. All right, cool. That's it. I'm out. I'm out. Back to Crystalia, baby. We Can we all be as pos- positive as Keanu Reeves in a fucking van from Bakersfield to L.A. Imagine how fucking mad I'd be, dude. Imagine how fucking mad my blood. When we, first of all, this is how it goes. We're diverting to uh, Bakersfield, actually. Uh, this is me. Uh, What? We're diverting to Bakersfield. We can't get to the... Why? Hey. Hello. Hey. Why? Well, we can't. Oh, well, you're going to have to. Otherwise, I get up and I get mad. 
well, we're just going to, okay. So we land. Cool. Hey, there's no plane uh, or employees. I bring the thing with me. I bring the button with me. Boom. I'm out of the plane. I bring the button with me and I put it up to wherever I'm sitting. I put it above me and I go, boom. And I say, where's the flight attendant? I should still be on the plane. So I should still have a flight attendant. We landed early. Bring me a fucking flight attendant. Yes. Where's the new plane? Well, there isn't one. Oh, uh, yeah? Well, I, congratulations. I live in Barstow now. Fuck it. I'm where I should be because that's when we land where we should. So I won't accept that we're in, in Bar- Bakersfield. Barstow, whatever the fuck, it's the same thing. I won't accept them in Bakersfield. Wherever I am, this is home because that's where I thought I was going. You take me home. This is home. Buy me a couch, buy me walls, buy me heat, buy me food. Set me the fuck up. I live here now. That's my attitude. And if I was on that plane with Keanu, Keanu would be like, well, you know, maybe like let's just go take a bus. Hey, man, I don't think you're listening to me, dude. I live here. This is my home. And Keanu's just like, let's take a bus. The only way I'd get on that bus is if I was with Keanu. And then imagine somebody looking at, hey, man, speed all over again, huh? How mad I would be if I was Keanu. Uh, Don't bring up my fucking movies in real. Can we just chill? Don't record me, dude. But this guy's just loving it, bro. Constantly. Sure, film. Sure, let's take a bus. Diverting? No problem. There's no employees? All you got to eat is blimpies? This guy's just loving it. This guy ate blimpies and Carl's Jr. and stopped to get Carl's Jr. Unfucking real. Uh, so that's amazing. Let's do more ads. So anyway, babies. That's what's up. That's what I say after all the ads. This guy keeps asking me. Hold on one second. I'm respectful. Yes. What? All right. People ask me a bunch of stuff. And I get pissed. Uh, you see that person that got a tattoo of... Did you see this? Oh, I got to send it to you. You don't have Instagram. Guy got a tattoo. I'll send it to you. Guy got a tattoo of me. Like straight up hardcore. Really good artwork. Like I've... I don't know who got it, but Mike Mike Purdy tattoo uh, on Instagram posted it. He got a tattoo of my face. It's like really well done. So weird. It's so weird to get a really lifelike portrait of someone's face on your body. You already have a face. To have another face on your body is crazy to me. My buddy Dean Del Rey has a fucking rocker on his side. And somebody was in an argument with him once about the guy. And he was like, yeah, this and that about the singer. He's like, no, it's not. He was like, no, that singer did do that. And he was like, no, he didn't. He was like, well, you think you know more about the singer than I do? And he goes, yeah, look. And he pulled up the side of his shirt, had a fucking the guy's face on the side of his body, dude. I laughed like hell. 40 pizzas in 30 days. I'm going to get 40 pizzas on my tattooed on my body. Like, Like Tupac, how he had the fucking... 50 N-word, 
on his, I'm going to get 40 pizzas right there in the middle of my chest. Thick life tattered on my belly. Thick life tattered on my belly. Um, anyway, come see me in Houston and come see me in all the other. Why can't the sa- and see me in um, El Paso? Uh, dude, I was thinking about this. I was when I was a kid. I was terrified of the dentist, like a basic kid, like just terrified of the of the of the dentist, which is stupid. And the, the, I started thinking about kid stories because I told the Freddy Krueger story again on on my podcast about the about shitting my pants on my friend at my friend's sleepover, shitting my pants. Uh, and uh, and um, so I was thinking about the time my dad brought me to the dentist, and I don't know why my dad did. I think my dad did it because my mom was like. Chris is so scared about going to the dentist. I don't want to deal with this shit. So my dad stayed home from work and brought me to the dentist. And I remember when he brought me, I was like, dad, I'm so scared. I don't want the dentist to do what he does and put his fucking tools in my mouth. And he was like, you're going to be fine. It'll be okay. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Got to the dentist's office. And the dentist was like a really nice guy. My dad was friends with him and shit, I think. But I don't think he was like friends first and then then became the dentist. I think like he was like friends because he was like a fun dentist. Anyway, uh, so I got there, and the guy was trying to be so – the dentist was trying to be so good and, like, showing me toys and, like, you get a prize if you do this. And and I was just scared out of my mind, and I was crying, I think, to be brutally honest with you guys. And I was like, I don't know about uh, – I don't know about this. I don't know. I don't know. And he was, like, trying to get in my mouth. Uh, sounds really gross. And so – and I couldn't do it. And I just couldn't bring myself to do it. And I got up and I walked to another chair and I sat down. And minutes went by. I mean, a lot of minutes went by. And my dad was like, I got to get to work, buddy. I, I can't do this. Uh, so let's leave. We'll do it again another time. And I was like, okay. And and we left. And I didn't do it. And driving home, I was like, he was like, I know you're scared, but it's really okay. Like, it's not a big deal. I promise you. And something like clicked in my brain, and I was like, "Okay, is there still time to do it if I go do it now?" And he's like, "I guess so. Sure, yeah, yeah. If you go do it now, we can do it." And I said, "Okay, I can do it." And he said, "Okay, but if we go back, then you got to do it for real." And I was like, "No, I can do it. Okay, I'll really do it." And I went back. I walked right into that doctor's, that dentist's office, and he cleaned my teeth. And I remember as a kid feeling so good about the fact that I had overcome my fear. Granted, ridiculous fear. But still, I was scared. And it made me think about how fear is just, you know, especially if you're scared of something where nothing's really going to happen, like a dentist or talking in front of people. Some people are scared of that. Some people are scared of, you know, playing the big game or whatever the fuck it is or, or, or running for office, whatever the fuck it is, you know. Like, it's all... That kind of fear is all made up. Like fear, you know, being in the middle of a jungle and not having food obviously is really scary or something like that or being near or, or going skydiving or whatever the fuck. Uh, but fear where nothing is really going to happen, nothing is really on, on the line. Like, like it's all made up, dude. Like you just made it up. You're scared of not a thing. Going, Being scared going to the dentist isn't really a fear. You know, and if you're six years old, 
That's fine. Now, you can't explain that to a six-year-old now that I'm a fucking in my 30s. I'm so young still. But, like, you can just do the things. I remember when I, the first time I ever did stand-up, I was scared. And I was thinking, like, it's weird. It's just going up in front of people and talking to them. And I remember taking my so I was like, if I just moved my legs, if I just take a step toward the stage one at a time, I remember breaking this down and thinking like, move my right leg, move my left leg, move my right leg, move my left leg, just keep doing that. That's walking. Once I get on stage, I'll then I'll be on stage. And that's, and then I just have to start talking and that'll be doing stand up, you know? And I remember just breaking it down. Like as a as a kid too, if I just do it, if I go walk over, get to that dentist chair, I'll be in the dentist chair, and then there's nothing I can do. I'm already halfway done. Base, I'm already done. Basically, if I decide, if you decide to do something, that's a you're done. If you decide to do it, you're done. If you fully decide to do something, you already did it. Because it's going to happen. Do you understand? Take working out. You're you're fat, or you want to lose weight, or you're not in shape. You say, you know what? I want to go work out today. But I don't want to go work out today, but I've already decided I'm going to do it. So you know that it's done because you're going to do it. You create the fucking shit. You create your day. You create your destiny, right? I hate when people say shit like that, but it's, you know, you don't create all of your destiny, but you create those fucking things. It's done. I already got my teeth cleaned. It's done. When is it? Tomorrow. Well, it didn't happen yet. Yeah, it did because I decided for that shit to happen. My sunglasses are on right now. No, it's not. No, they're not. I'm looking at you. Yeah, but I already decided that they're going to go on. So that means they're as good as on. My future's too bright. I'm telling you, dude, once you get that mentality, man, and I'm no life coach, but I'm a fucking life coach, dude. Once you get that mentality of it's done, of I decided that this is going to happen, it is done. So whoever needs to hear this, whoever's listening to this shit, whether you're in your cubicle, you're driving to work, you're at the beach, you're listening to this shit at the gym, it's done if you decide it. Nah, but I want to go home now. Okay, then that's what you decided. Then that's done. Yeah, but I should do one more set. Then you already decided. It's done. You know? Oh, that's how I get shit done. I decide to do it. It's really as easy as that, dude. It really is. You didn't decide to do it if you didn't fucking do it. It's about the decision. Anyway, dude, that's annoying that I said all that. But it's kind of true. My dad would always say, you know, people would say, how did you know you wanted to be a director? He's a director, you know? And he would say, well, you decide you're a director. And you'd be like, what? It's not that easy. And he said, yeah, but he would always say this. He was like, Popeye doesn't walk around saying, I'm going to be Popeye. He's fucking Popeye. And I was like, yeah, even though that sounds so dumb, it's so true. I love simple shit like that. Popeye's Popeye, dude. Um... By the way, he's on before the calamari story I told you last week. He was like, I know you don't have guests on your podcast, but I want to fucking call in. Um, maybe I should call him right now. I wonder if he'll pick up. 
Let me see if it'll pick up. Bill D'Elia. Let's do it here. Well, let me make sure that even but he's not doing anything. I'm calling my dad. What are you doing? Yo, you want to, you want to, I'm on my podcast. You want to talk about your calamari thing? Here, I'll put you on speaker. (laughs) Go ahead. State your fucking claim. Okay. So my claim is that you can't slam a guy for the way he eats calamari. First of all, you're wrong. You're wrong. Go ahead. No, you can't. You can't. You're just incorrect. Okay. Because, because, because first of all, you, your claim is that somebody eats calamari should know how they like to eat calamari, should know that they like to eat it with the sauce, without <laughs> the sauce. And that's bullshit. No, but... Because you can like to eat calamari with sauce and without sauce. Yeah, I know. But each calamari you eat, you should know how much sauce you want it for that calamari. No. That's where you're wrong. No, you're because each one you eat, if you like it with sauce or without sauce, you should be able to decide, okay, whether it has sauce or not, I like them both. That's crazy, dude. No, it's not crazy. You're crazy by thinking there has to be a consistency in the way you eat something. But 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 it Who the fuck raised you? If you have <laughs> listen, if you have uh, 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 okay, so here's what happened. You had the fucking uh, calamari. Uh, you had two calamaris on the thing. You poked one good, good through, and then you poked another one, and it was dangling off. Okay, and I and I knew it was gonna fall off in the sauce, and you fucking it fell off in the sauce, and then you ate the one with half the sauce on it, and then you just dipped your fork and got the other one, put it in the thi- in your mouth, and you like both of those the same amount of ways. Yes. No, you're lying. Yes, no, I'm not. Okay, so then you don't care. You, you don't allow for the for the fact that someone could like both versions of that. You don't allow that. Okay. You don't allow for that at all. Okay, so if you were going to order calamari, all right? <laughs> <laughs> if you were going to order cal- <laughs> All right. So, okay. Okay. okay if I was going to okay. order calamari, So, if you were going to order calamari, and they said, okay, but just so you know, we ran out of sauce. Uh-huh. You'd still get the calamari. Yes. Okay, what if they said, okay, just so you know. <laughs> just so you know, yeah. we got the calamari, but we we dropped them all in the sauce. And, <laughs> and, we're, and, you, and we're, we just basically have a... <laughs> A plate of calamari, but it's all got sauce all over it. You'd 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 say yes to that too. No, I would not. Say yeah, that. there you go. <laughs> so you like one way better? No, no, because I like I like to eat some with the sauce and some without the sauce, and I don't enjoy it as much if it was all in sauce. Okay, so so you're <laughs> saying that, that because you dropped it in the sauce. It doesn't matter that much, but you still like it that way. Right. And it and yeah, see that's the kind of thing where I just it, it's like if a guy like that you can trust less than a guy who knows how he likes his calamari. That's what I'm saying. So you're saying that because I eat calamari that way, 
you like me less. No, I don't like you less, but it's like you're the guy in the movie that like double crosses someone. Be- but you know I'm not that guy. No, you aren't that guy. But if you were in a book, if your character was in a book and like they were like and he was eating calamari and one dropped off in the sauce and he still ate it just like he ate the one without the sauce, you and then that guy <laughs> went on page like six hundred, seven hundred, and he like fucking took the, 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 the hero of the of the story for a ride and was like a dick about it. And you'd be like, Oh, okay. Okay, okay. I I get it. The foreshadowing was the fucking calamari eating. Okay. Bottom line. Bottom line, yeah. I accept your apology. There's no fucking apology, dude. You're the guy. You, you, I told you this, but you're the guy who gets the fucking truck with the flatbed and then gets, gets the top over it because he doesn't know how he wants his fucking truck. I'll kiss you wherever the. F- <laughs> yeah, I, right. I get that. All right. You're my son, and I love you, and that's where I kiss you on the face every fucking time. It's in my eye. Like it or not. It's in my eye, but whatever. It's too high. Mom it's knows. It's not in your eye. It's not in your eye. You, you, you make it be about your eye, but it's on your cheek. Whatever, man. You know where you want to kiss fucking, and that's the eye. You should know how to have your calamari. <laughs> All right. Uh, you'll hear from my attorney in the morning. All right. I'll talk to you later. Love you. Bye. Love you. It's the wrong number. All right, you guys. There you have it. He wanted to call in and state his claim, and that's what's up with the calamari shit. Uh, uh, and that's it, dude. We're done. We'll end on that. Um, text me, 818-239-7087. Uh, and you can text me, and I try to respond to as many people as I can. I mean, I get so many texts, but hit me up. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. That really helps. Thank you very much. Come see me now. Come see me in El Paso and Houston and Chicago and Peoria. And uh, you is coming out in December. And my new special, my new special is coming out next year. We've got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, and then uh, Army of the De- Army of the Dead is coming out next year too. Um, so th- thanks for this. Thanks for listening. And you guys are great. See ya. <laughs> Thank you.